thank you for tuning in to um, Late and Disorganized once again. I am inspired by AI. My previous uh, podcast was speaking on AI. And I am just, um, I'm talking about it so much because I'm inspired because you can just, if you understand the motivations of human beings and you understand the motivations of business and, and things, why people do what they do, and you see, you understand technology a little bit and what technology is capable of and you can see the applications of, you know, what will be, it's just, it's interesting, it's sci-fi, it, 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 it's a wonder, it wonders me. Because the, the, one of the things is like right now, we, we learn everything in an analog way. We, we don't know something, um, we find out what we do want to know, what we do want to get involved with. We, most of us go to someone who is skilled at whatever we want to know. Um, They teach us the basics. We practice the basics. And then we implement the basics. We, you know, it takes a while before we either get it enough for it to be, you know, something worth doing or we master it. And it usually takes a couple of years of experience to, to iron out all the kinks and be really good at it to be an expert at it, to, to really get the most from it. This, the, the analog way that we, we learn, we have to put in a lot of effort to, to be great at something. And with the advent of AI and scientists focused on the human brain and understanding a little bit more about uh, the synapses within the human brain neurotransmitters how we learn how we you know just all of the a lot of the information that smartphones and alexa and all of this technology gathers how we absorb data and how we can absorb data at a certain rate and what it takes for us to absorb data i can imagine uh sometime in the near future you working somewhere you being employee somewhere and you arrive to that location in the morning when you walk into the building it logs you as being present and say it's a job that deals with semiconductors and computers you walk into that building not knowing or understanding anything about semiconductors and computers you go to your workstation or your office you put on an apparatus like a vr headset or a headset that covers your eyes and through a sequence of streaming data that you visually see and sounds that you hear you have 10 years worth of knowledge about the subject that you work at and so that you can't take that knowledge and uh transition to another company or another job it only stays consistent in your mind for eight hours but it allows you to have full capabilities to do what they're paying you to do. And then when you leave that job, you know nothing about it. And how great would it be to be able to leave a job and have no knowledge of what you did, of what you do and how you're involved in it? Because a lot of stress that we have when we leave work 
how we get home is, you know, you're thinking about your emails, you're thinking about, you know, whatever. It's like, say you even flip burgers at Wendy's, you're thinking about the smell and the, the consistency and the speed. You just, you just have so much, it's like an information dump at the end of the day. Imagine like that just all zip out of your mind. You go home and you're free and clear. And it's the only expectation that the company has is for the eight hours or how many other hours you'll be there when you're given that download of information to be able to do your job. The uh, We're going to be paying for packages like kids pay for mods in Fortnite, <laughs> you know, like we're going to be paying for the uh, the basketball package. May not know anything about, about basketball and you want to get some exercise and be able to zip, download the basketball package, go out there, play basketball like Michael Jordan, have a bunch of Michael Jordans out there, different sizes, shapes, race, whatever, sexes out there all playing like Michael Jordan for how many time that you chose to uh, download, you'll be having. You still have the legal market with pirated programs and everything like that. It's like you can see that that is a way to monetize such a thing and it it just makes sense that uh that will be the future that our children and our children's children have it's like i I said in a previous episode where there is radio and then the advent of analog and then the advent of digital and then the advent of uh gigabit and then the advent of light it's just like the way that we learn will not be the way that people learn in the future. It's just gonna be seamless, almost. It's just fascinating to understand that that is something that is gonna happen. This is just gonna be a reality to where you'll be able to craft your reality. Like imagine how much that would help in teaching people things about themselves. Imagine someone getting in car accidents and being able to have their vehicle tracked for an entire month, their, 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 their actions, their thought processes, the vehicle's reaction time, all of that, being able to take all of that and then putting them in a class where they spend five hours on the road with cars driven by them their driving style, everything, so they can see how bad a driver they actually are and be frustrated with how bad a driver they are. And then when they actually leave that class, have it in their head of, I just spent five hours driving with myself. I know how bad a driver I am. And now I don't want to cut that person off because I understand how frustrating it is when I do it. Or having someone uh, who thinks poorly of themselves and having technology monitor them for an entire month and then create a a AI generated version of themselves that can communicate with them in a way that they're communicating with themselves like they're a stranger and they can see how strangers view them, how they would interact with a stranger and say, you know what, I'm not that bad or you know what, I can see maybe I am the problem things of that nature. I just think that that is going to be a great way, especially with how people view politics and cognitive dissonance. It's like, 
if you can take 30 days of a system learning you and you being put into something for an hour a day, but that generated version of you looks at politics in, in, in a completely opposite way, but has the same feelings and beliefs about what they ascribe to. So then you're trying to convince yourself of something and then their argument is stupid or their argument is biased. And it's like, damn, I, I'm, not, I'm that biased about my, my views. It's like, it, it's such a learning tool. It can be such a learning tool to help us figure out ourselves. I think the more we figure out that we're more alike than we are different we can start seeing each other more as human beings and not different races and, and, and different ethnicities and see that it really is about the environment that you come from that would um, lead you to be the way that you are. And of course, that all of those things do come with the people who would consider themselves the purebloods. They, 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 they still want... To, to learn things the hard way. <laughs> They're gonna be the old timers. I got I remember back in the day when I learned how to play basketball by practice, practice, practice. And you little young whippersnappers just put on the helmet. You know, it's, it's go, always gonna be those people who still wanna do things the pure way. But you can see uh, with the advent of technology, uh, we're gonna start to transition more from entertainment being something that we remove ourselves from the world to indulge in and something and into being something that we utilize the world to indulge in it gets more of us outside like i said before in a previous podcast being able to like phones have reached their uh their uh evolution point like they're not phones can't ever evolve anymore and you can see that by phone sales dropping is like what, what more can you do like they all do the same software they all have the same apps they all have the same cameras they all have access to the same stuff it's almost pointless to even get an expensive phone but people still do it out of vanity but imagine being able to put on some wearables some glasses and program in today that you want the ground everywhere to be red and you want the sky to be white and you want every building to be made out of marshmallows like you can go out into the world and manufacture to see the world the way you want to see it at the same time you're still interacting with the world so you're talking to someone and they have the head of a horse and the horse is talking to you and it just it just brightens your day that you know it's just comical to you but it, it allows you to engage like your favorite show growing up was The Simpsons and you're an introvert and you're shy and you find it hard to talk to people and you go out into the world and every character is a character. The Simpsons is like, it's like it's a lot more relaxing for you to be able to interact with someone who looks like a Simpson character than someone who is human, you know? And imagine what that does for people. It gets people out the house. It gets people, their, their heads out of the phone. It gets people away from TV. Of course, you know, television companies are going to fight that and try to make it hard for, um, you know, those things to be invented. But it's just like because 
the 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 amount of money involved in spreading that and consistently cre- creating it to work with subscriptions and things like that is like it's like a revolving door. It'll just get better and better, and you know, fast, huge money outweighs slow money in the present. Slow money is always going to be around because slow money is inherited money, but whatever the fast money is, it's the same reason why when you look at award shows like the Grammys and the Oscars, that's all funded and held up and pushed forward by slow money, old money, uh, money that isn't open-minded, money that is very conservative, money that isn't about change, but on the surface of it, they'll have a, a, a gay uh, um, host. Meanwhile, the people who fund the uh, the Grammys on the backside support politicians that go against gay initiatives. But the money in front is so is coming in so fast that they go against their old money that's been sitting to get that money that's in front of them. So there will always be something to push us forward as long as it's there to make money. That's why things kind of get stagnant because they can't, the money makers haven't figured out how to make that, that quick buck, that, 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 that initial surge. You ever notice that the most social political jumps ahead always come with products that are sold it's like once it's like uh take take blockbuster in videos and having go to the having to go to the movie theater and that's slow money because they dictate your movements in that like uh, a movie can come out last year and it'll be in blockbuster next year and it's like so if you can't afford to go to the movies or you can't go to the movies you won't be able to see the movie until you actually go to blockbuster it's a slow process but then when netflix comes out and now you can actually stream movies and people saw how capable streaming was as far as getting everything out of there then you start getting applications like vine and youtube and now diversity you see more you see different kinds of people doing different kind of things different kind of people doing different kind of things bring different kind of opinions and now that because more opinions are out there and more people can can speak their mind and you can't just push down voices there's a great social leap ahead and then as streaming starts to starts to slow down and and netflix isn't making as much money as it was before and now it's starting to do these things with the passwords all of a sudden things start to get a lot more conservative things start slowing down you get People like Donald Trump that get elected, you get, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Bar- Barber, whatever her name is, you get more conservative voices because things start, start slowing, the money's slowing down. Every time there's a leap ahead in technology that can be sold, there's a leap ahead 
and social justice, <laughs> uh, diversity and inclusion. It's like you, if you if you follow the money throughout history, it's always the same thing. But you have to keep in mind that behind the new money, the quick money, the explosion of money is always slow money. And slow money doesn't want to change because slow money doesn't want to lose money. Slow money only wants to gain money. And the minute they stop gaining money, they go back to their ways of sitting on the slow money and not wanting anything to change and trying to quiet everyone down. And all of a sudden, start saying things like woke is a bad thing. It's like, if you go back to when we were kids, woke is the new political correctness. And political correctness started blossoming and coming out when uh, Hollywood started to see that they could make money off of diverse projects, more voices, more different films instead of just the, 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 the good old boy John Wayne films when all of a sudden more money was flooding in from them putting money behind uh, In Living Color. You think Fox actually, the people behind Fox fuck with the people who make In Living Color? You think they fucked with uh, Michael Jackson at the Super Bowl? Like Michael Jackson, we got a big t- Super Bowl thing now because during the Super Bowl, In Living Color was played. And so many people tuned to In Living Color that the Super Bowl lost viewers. So the, the next year, when the Super Bowl was up against Live, In Living Color, and Living Color would play during the halftime show, they brought on Michael Jackson so they would not lose viewers to In Living Color. That's why they fuck with Michael Jackson, for the money. So they only ever move forward when there can be an explosion of money they can gain. Anytime money slows down, all of a sudden you notice things get real conservative. Like right now, things they, they're trying to slow the ship down. Things are getting real conservative. Ooh, Joe Biden in there, who's a moderate, he's not about leaps forward. Things are getting real conservative. But as soon as things get real conservative and the ship starts slowing, there's an explosion and all the money gets dumped in that location. And then, you know, there goes diversity and inclusion and fast money. It's um, it's kind of disheartening when you think about it, how you would think that uh, a lot of historical figures kind of were the catalyst to things. Or if they had not, if that individual had not existed these certain things would have not happened. But when you really get down to it, it's like the, the pump is already primed. You just need that, that spark. And that spark will happen regardless. But if the right person catches that spark, they're just gonna, they're gonna shoot forward. So it's like, it's almost like every, everyone in history is interchangeable because these things consistently happen always because of money and money is always an issue with class there's always going to be a group of people that just want to feel more advanced and more cultured and more just better than everyone else 
random video came across my timeline and it was um, people showing a house that was in San Francisco and the house had its own waiting room where multiple cars could pull up into the garage that's kind of like this long alley it's, but it's a house and the garage can double as a gathering space and then everyone walks down the gathering space to the elevator, this huge elevator that's the size of an average house. Everyone gets on that elevator. The elevator takes everyone up to the fifth floor into this huge mansion. And I was just thinking like, who the fuck needs that? When you think about everything, like me personally, to know what's going on in this world, to know what's going on with Ukraine and Russia and China and North Korea and America and America spending so much money on its military budget, to just know that global warming exists and the earth is being destroyed because of drilling and, 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 and fossil fuels, to just know that there's hell going on in this world outside of our first world country to put myself in a position to where I would be that relaxed in luxury would not sit well with me. Because to get that comfortable in that space, you could only be comfortable in that space, which means you can't go outside. You can't interact in the regular world, which means that you have to stay in that bubble in order to feel comfortable. You become a prison to a prisoner to your own luxury. So it's like you got prisoners in prison that be that's a that's a, that in that dilapidated prisons and, and, and there's fights and there's violence and there's rights taken away and, and they're prisoners. They can't get out until they're released. And then they get out into the world and it's like they're institutionalized what it does to their mind. And you think about the same thing is happening to extremely rich people. And they don't, they don't, I guess if you had the choice between being a prisoner of luxury or a prisoner of uh, destitute, you would want to be a prisoner of luxury, but who wants to be a prisoner? Period. Like the uh, extremely rich do not have freedom. They can't experience the world as it is. They can only experience the world in within luxury. They can't step out of their luxury bubble. They'll, they'll hyperventilate. That's why they, when they when they come out into the world, they end up doing a shit ton of drugs. This is how they cope. They go to parties and you know with you know people that may not have as much luxury as them. It's like they gotta do a ton of cocaine. They gotta do a ton of debaucherous sex and stuff like that. It's like they can't they they just can't exist outside of that luxury i i see i i just couldn't do it and who who knows if they're as aware of uh what all of that fame what all of that wealth and fame can do to them i mean you see it with people who lose their mind and i think the ones who lose their mind are the ones that 
want to have one foot in and one foot out. <laughs> it's like it's not possible. You can't have access to that much luxury, that much knowledge, that much wealth, and think that you can just step back into the real world and everything is going to be okay. But I think um, the way AI is going, because I think it's I, I think from a middle a middle of the road type thing, the vast majority of people that are in the middle, things are gonna get better. Even people who are on like just below the poverty line, it's gonna get better as far as that group is gonna be more interactive with one another. That group is gonna get along with each other a little bit more because things are just going to open up. It's not going to be this nine to five grind. It's going to, people are going to get more out of life. They're going to have more experiences and that's going to provide wealth for the people in luxury who are going to stay in their prison. And um, there will always be that those that are born into poverty and don't know how to get out or accept poverty or those that choose poverty because they, believe it or not, there are a lot of people that choose poverty. Not saying that a lot of people, the, the majority of people in poverty did not choose poverty, but there are a lot of people that have uh, ways and choices and opportunities that would rather be in poverty. And I've met these people and they're fascinating to me. It's fascinating when someone is afforded a lot of what people want or wish they had and choose to take that and live a life that they don't have to live, but they're living that life for fun. Like they're cosplaying as someone who had no choice. And <laughs> like you see people that be like, I'm in the sticks, I'm in the mud. And it's like, you know, people that had no choice but to be there, don't want to be there. <laughs> They're trying to get out of the mud. So it's like, they, they might see being in the mud as a sense of pride of, it gave me the strength and look where I am now. It's like in a sense of accomplishment, but to come from a place where that accomplishment was already met and you decide to play in the, the pig pen, I just think that's wild. And uh, there are people who uh, choose that. Not only people who come from money. I, I grew up in an instance, and I don't know if this is a story, but I knew someone that um, had a mother and father. And their mother and father had really good jobs as far as they, they were getting paid. And 
this is a black couple. And, you know, during this time, it's not like black couples could just, who had the money could just go buy a house in a really nice neighborhood. You know, you still, even though you have more money than the average black individuals, you still have less money than the average white individuals who live in a, you know, a more upscale neighborhood. But they had enough money to buy a home in the ghetto. So they bought a home in the ghetto. They had enough money to flip the home, make it beautiful on the outside as far as painting and and everything they did with it. Beautiful on the inside, wonderful lawn. It's like you drive down the street and it's like a great house surrounded by a bunch of bullshit. And they had a son, only child. He would come to school every day. The newest gear had the newest Tommy. You know, every time brand new shoes came out, he had the, the Grant Hills. He had jewelry. Like, this was all given to him by his parents because they had the disposable funds. He had all the brand new gaming systems, his room. When you walk in his room, he had, he was like big in the anime before anime was a thing. So he had a whole wall in his room that had DVDs that was whole seasons of anime. Like he had everything. And he took money allowance that they would give him and bought drugs, like a lot of drugs, just to sell the drugs and not really even make any money, but just to feel like a drug dealer. And I always thought that was fucking insane. When I looked at all my other friends and the households that we came from and the community that we lived in, it's like if they sold drugs, it was because their parents sold drugs. Like I had another friend who his mother sold drugs and his father sold drugs. And... It's almost like the whole fucking family, their whole lifeline lived in one house. And there was always some shit going on at their house. Everybody who came, a cop went to their house. It's just a known thing. It's like, what is that kid going to do? You know, it's almost like, to me, it's almost like they would act like he was pussy if he didn't sell drugs. Like, here's a pack. Like, go, go, go handle that. Like, nah, ain't no professional job for you. This is what life is. This is what the real world is like. Handle that for me. Like, so he's in a lifestyle because it's the only lifestyle that's around him. It's like it just becomes a part of who he has to be in order to survive or fit in or or feel validated. Like, but you don't, the other kid is like, you don't you choosing, like, he don't, he only, he don't got a choice. You choosing, like, you taking everything that I'm sure he wish he had, you, he had. And you choosing to, to do all that. This is, I, I. Now, of course, these kids, we all black and we don't un- understand the dynamics of race in America. So everything that we taking in that's speaking about our culture, what our culture is supposed to be, where we're from. We don't understand the totality of when we go outside and he's selling drugs, he just thinks it's something cool that you're supposed to do 
he don't understand the totality of how the system is going to take him and use him as slave labor and 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 and, and for for private investors to get a portion of his existence so it's like you chose to be a prisoner where my other friend didn't have a choice that's like from from us being children I could understand why he doesn't know that he's making that choice but as I got older and I and I met older people my age as I grew and I saw that same pattern I used to always be fascinated by some people's desire to be what they didn't have to be like I know if I'm outside with my friends and everyone thinks that the one that that comes from the you know the dysfunctional family is cool because he got all his gear because of the drug money he's talking that shit that slang and he he got the girls and we all only see that side of him and think that that shit's super cool I've been in his I've been behind those doors with him he ain't happy you know I've been on that other side to see the other side of what the music don't show you or what the, the movies don't show you. These cats ain't happy. These cats is miserable. These cats is like, this is this is not, like the outside part might be what you think you want to be, but that comes with what happens behind these doors. You don't want what's behind these doors. And I always saw both sides, so to me it always fascinated me that people who didn't have to deal with what was behind those doors thought that 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 flashy shit was the only thing the only part of it like nah I want out of here <laughs> me personally ain't nothing I know what's behind those doors I don't want that like what I was outside to me don't outweigh what's behind those doors <laughs> I'm good. I'd rather... I want out. He can have all the girls, all the attention, all the gear. I mean, I might feel down because I don't have all the girls, all attention, all the gear, but I give it up to not deal with what's behind those doors. I want out. I'm cool with the picket fence, dog. I'm cool with the, the, the boring suburban life. I'm cool with going home at nine not being out in the streets I'm cool though (laughs) I'm cool and all that like it ain't I promise you a lot of y'all know the other side of that does not equal each other and I know music and and rappers and interviews and and celebrities and interviews and and you see like uh housewives shows and they show all the women and they got product glasses and and red bottom heels and they're uh 
at, at uh, brunches and drinking mimosas and talking each other's business and, and cat fighting and all the women is looking like, oh, I want to be a housewife and live that like I promise you. <laughs> Behind closed doors with the man that's providing that life with them for them ain't what you think it is. There's a lot of shit that woman deals with. And then 10 years down the line, when the fame runs out, all of a sudden she coming out with a tell-all talking about what went on behind. Like, nah, a lot of us already knew what was going on behind them doors. <laughs> you was fooling them. You wasn't fooling us. Us that know. Like my favorite song growing up was Ghetto Children. Like when I was uh, uh, probably... I think I was in middle school, Juvenile album came out. And it's Gail Children. It's like, I like that song. I never knew why I like that song. It's like, ghetto children just have an understanding of the world. Like, those of us that were in the middle, where, yeah, our families were ghetto, but we were in destitute. And we were on the side of the kids that came from the families of the parents and the family that push weight. Just the girl church who and and just unfortunately that was the opportunity that was that was given to us with life. We just we're just here. We just have like all of this wisdom because we we understand <laughs> that whatever the narrative is that people are pushing we know that that ain't that ain't what it is you've seen you starting to see a lot of us stand up like because before we we always felt like we had to be quiet because if we spoke up about the realities of things those were always the people that that get shot that you know shot down as far as feeling like well you need to shut up because you ain't a street nigga or you need to shut up because you ain't in jail or you ain't in prison or you ain't you ain't the one you know like you know all even with women, the first thing a woman would, if they tried to speak up about, you know, certain things, all the ones with the shit would, you know, look at your edges and, you know, so a lot of us just went and did our thing. It's like, y'all go ahead, live that life. We gonna get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and now a lot of us got the fuck out. And now we're looking like, yeah, I'm happy I got the fuck out. <laughs> A lot of the ones that uh, lived that life, they ain't make it out. They still there. All they in jail, all they dead. And a lot of the ones that had, but chose to uh, live that life. I think even if given the opportunity to break free won't because it's a part of their identity now. They don't know how to not be that way. They still think it's cool. Wasn't cool when you did it to begin with, dog. You had everything a lot of us wanted and you chose to be where we at. Like, what the fuck is you doing here? <laughs> By choice? My nigga, if, you know how to, if I had the choice to get the fuck out of here, I'd be out of here. Why are you here? <laughs> you don't have to be here. It's always been fascinating. Maybe AI will help people see that. Though.